0: Vision for El Paso podcast is sponsored by AmeriGroup, your partner for a healthier life and the El Paso Community Foundation for good for El Paso forever. Welcome to Vision for El Paso podcast. Hello, I'm Mike D and welcome to another episode of Vision for El Paso podcast. Today's episode has been brewing for quite a few years because we have an assistive technology specialist. His name is Andrew de Avila, and I've known this guy a very long time because he just happens to be my brother, Andrew. Hey, how's it going? It's going all right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you don't got to pretend like you're excited to speak to me. It's all right. You can, you yeah, can. it's all right. Yeah. It felt like I was on a game show. Hey, how's it going, everyone? All right. <laughs> you're the next contestant. Now, share with the uh, with the listeners. Um, I guess how you became an assistive technology specialist. Uh, yeah.
1: Um, so as some people know, um, but others are going to now know is, um, I live with retinitis pigmentosa. Uh, RP, uh, and it's something that kicked in when I was around 18 years old. Uh, same thing with you, I think, right, Mike? Uh, you're about 18 as well. Yeah, we both have We're RP. At Air High School.
0: Really? Out of all the things to share, we got to share that. Right. So we, yeah, <laughs> I, I think it, it kicked in about the same time for both of us. Yeah. Uh,
1: so as uh, uh, so, you know, as soon as I was diagnosed my senior year when I graduated, uh, I went to the Chris Cole Rehabilitation Center for the Blind in Austin where I got training in all things um, for low vision and blindness. Uh, so I learned how to use the cane technology, and uh, there I, um, I, I learned how to use JAWS but not to its fullest um Fullest use. Uh, I was just a basic JAWS user. Um, and I was doing contract work in El Paso for a couple of years. I was in the Business Enterprise of Texas program. And, and uh, the person you had on your podcast, Maribel Mora, who uh, works for Texas Workforce Commission, you had her on about two episodes ago. Yeah, she was fine. Um, yeah. Uh, and that was a great interview, by the way. And uh, so... Uh, I did a, a presentation at the Texas Workforce Commission, and Maribel pulled me aside. She said, hey, you're you're pretty young. You've done a lot of stuff. Do you mind, like, mentoring uh, some of my students from UTEP? And I was like, yeah, sure. I thought it was a cool task. And uh, these students did very, very well, helped them out, you know, gave them some tips, tutored them a little bit. And she said, hey, we really need a technology trainer here in El Paso and uh, I said all right um and she kind of walked me through the steps and so I read I read the manual for JAWS went in there read it um took the tests and you know I was taking these tests one at a time and started passing them the first time through and um became certified by the the state of Texas and um and I started training people there in El Paso. But uh, Maribel is the one that kind of got the ball rolling for me. And, uh, you know, she just did it out of the kindness of her heart. It wasn't just like, uh, hey, uh, you know, come, you know, let me open up a case. Let me get you through Texas Workforce. No, it was very genuine and sincere. sincere. She said, hey, you, I think you would be really great. Um, but you can also help people doing this. And, uh, yeah, so she got me She got me motivated um, to seek um a career in assistive technology.
0: Oh wow! And yeah. I, I'll admit, like the level that you are with Jaws, with which is the the program that's used with the Windows-based computers to uh, screen read, uh, compared to what what you can do on Jaws, I'm I'm like rubbing two sticks together over here is what I'm doing. I'm I'm just <laughs> using Survival Jaws because I learned that program when it was. Um, very antiquated and i I did not uh I did not advance with the program and you've learned to every time that there's a nuance with the program you you've learned it so that way you could teach it
1: exactly yeah, and that was uh that was my thing i I always loved helping people I wanted to be a police officer um but when R p kicked in, I had to go to plan B but didn't know what plan B was until Started working with uh, customers and teaching them assistive technology. And that's when I realized I, I don't need a badge to help people. And I just, I love it. I love going to work every day. I love working with technology. Um, end up getting my master's in assistive technology. And I'm currently working on my, my PhD uh, to continue um, my learning because uh, I want to be able to help people at a higher level because um, I know change, a lot of change easier from the top down than from the bottom up so uh, that's cr- my my current goal at the moment
0: <laughs> no and i i get it because um as weird as it sounds the ability to communicate with with yourself through technology and i'll give an example giving yourself something as easy as being able to take down notes for yourself remember to do this we got to do that i remember this i've got to i was like just something like that is a game changer and so to figure out how to do use technology to do that just to start is one thing but then for you to figure out another way to input information to uh to read emails to communicate with someone in a in a way other than just calling on a on a phone starts changing things really quick for you because it it allows you to take uh, you know online classes it allows you to order things uh, online and i'm in it all of a sudden it's endless like you couldn't even make a list that would hold everything that you can do once you master a couple of different different techniques on on some of the software yeah so-
1: exactly and and my hat goes off to a lot of the people who um didn't have this kind of technology back then going to school employment um you know the cell phones being able to text people get on an email and there's a cool feature that i was messing with uh, over the the holiday break and. I, I, I know you would have appreciated this back in college when you went to UT. But on an iPad, uh, let's just say I, I hand an iPad to my note taker in the classroom. They can use an Apple pencil and handwrite their notes um, just like they would on on a piece of paper and, and using a pen. So they can handwrite this thing. Uh, I can get the iPad back from them at the end of the class, highlight their handwriting, and convert it into printed text. So I just turned all their handwritten notes into a readable format that I can read with voiceover. Um, So I don't need a person to, you know, read me the notes that a note taker took for me. Uh, You know, I can instantly just have those notes. Um, And it's stuff like that that I know you would have appreciated back then. Oh, my God.
0: Because so when I was in school, and I don't want to make it seem like it was ancient times, but you you would find somebody and you would pay them like, hey, I'll pay you to take notes for me, even though you're going to take notes for yourself. And then they'd be like, okay, I'm about it. And then you'd have to pay them again so they could read you the notes. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God, this is a monopoly. What'd I do? You just created this system that does, that where you've got to pay for them to take them, even though they're going to take them anyway. So you had to try to find somebody that already had the notes, was a good note taker, which was key. Uh, and, and then read them to you. Um, and then sometimes you, you'd, try to figure out a plan where hey a a lot of the books weren't on on audio format so you'd also pay them to read your your books and all of a sudden they're they're making a mint off of you by just going to class (laughs) right exactly then you're stuck eating ramen noodles for a week because you paid your
1: note taker all your money
0: oh i know Mm. i was like that's absolutely it i was like and uh and i'd always find like when i was single i'd always find like the person I was like, well maybe I can date this person and and then they'll read their notes for free. Yeah, that never happened. That move never happened. <laughs> I paid all the way through.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, no, definitely the technology's come a long way in it and I wouldn't um I wouldn't be where I'm at now in my career and in my educational career without assistive technology. And to be specific, uh Apple, um Steve Jobs, you know, the very first computer he uh, created had speech, um, and you know from there it didn- went into the iPod, to the iPhones, and that's how I met my wife. You know, I was able to text her, get on Facebook, spit some
0: online game. <laughs> I don't know. I think you met your wife because she was working with my company, and you just happened to strike up a conversation. I don't know. If you- yeah. I can't believe you're giving Steve <laughs> Jobs credit and not giving me credit. <laughs> <laughs> well, today's podcast back.
1: About- Technology, so I'm going to use a technology uh, version of of me meeting uh, my wife.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, about well, that one. Uh, but I I do want to talk about apps uh, because I'll admit, like you, you are miles ahead on of, of me with with apps. And I thought we would uh, take an opportunity to highlight a couple of apps that um, that you use. And you can tell us about, you know, what they're good for, what you might be using them for. Because I know you do train a lot of people with, you know, hey, this is a good app. This would work with your job or your school or your, your house uh, situation. Is there one that stands out for you that that uh, you'd like to highlight?
1: Right now, currently, the one I really, really enjoy is called Super SuperSense, uh, Super, S-U-P-E-R, uh, second word is sense s-e-n-s-e like sense of smell sense of taste it's all one word super sense uh it's both on android and the apple uh platforms and it's a really cool app um it was created by mediate technologies and um they they use artificial intelligence the creators from mit and he he created the app what I, what I was reading is that he created the app um him and a friend and um they're just messing around with artificial intelligence and then they realize like, hey, people living with visual impairments can really benefit from this. And it kind of took off from there. So there's like two – it's one app but two screens. So uh, the first screen is like a read mode. So you have like a quick scan and a quick read feature. So you could just point your camera um, using the phone and it will read any text. Uh, it will also pick up objects. So it will say like table, chairs, Um it's really cool because you could just point in like in any direction, like door. Like if you're looking for a door, uh, you, you know, if you're in a room that you're not familiar with, you could just start, you know, scanning the room and it's telling you all these objects is using artificial intelligence. Um has like barcode scanning, so it'll read your canned goods. Um, and if it's like a canned good that has like cooking directions, it'll even read you the cooking directions and nutrition facts. Um has like a currency reading mode. Um, it has a magnifier, so if you're low vision, uh, you could definitely use your phone like a handheld CCTV, um, change the colors, and magnify it. And then there's a um, a find feature, which is a second screen, which is like the second part of the app. And that's more for like objects, so you can find like cars. Uh, you can find uh, – if you're in a public restroom, which I've used before, you could find like the toilet, the sink. What? um an empty chair. Like if you're at a conference, you can scan and it'll tell you like chair. If somebody's sitting in it, it won't let you know that there's an empty chair, but it'll identify empty chairs. Uh, so it's really cool because I I I'm big on this artificial intelligence at the moment. Um, and just using the phone, you don't need you know a person behind you know you don't have to Facetime somebody or um, it's just using the that technology that are the AI. Um, technology to be able to locate things, read stuff to you. I'm currently using it to scan my textbooks uh, so I could read my textbooks on the go. So when I ride paratransit, um, you know, I got my textbook in an audio format just instantly and, you know, reading reading my book, which I know you would also appreciate it back then as
0: well. <laughs> oh, man. So I was like, if this will show my age, you would order the books uh, and the Library of Congress would send you a box of cassette tapes. And each... <laughs> Each cassette tape had like side A, A, B, and then you flip it, and it was and then you flip it, and it was like C, C, and D. And so, if you thought cassette sounded poor quality, split it into four tracks, and you've lowered the quality, so you heard that hiss of the motor while the things the whole time, um, and it was, it was bad. It was just, but it was, but the, so. Is this a subscription service? Is this like a monthly fee for whatever parts of this app you're gonna use for SuperSense? So there
1: are some uh free features like a quick scan, quick read, but um a lot of the object exploring, um, the currency reader, barcode scanning, there is a subscription. There's um there's a monthly and a yearly. Um but I would definitely highly recommend downloading the app. I know there's always different promotions and um the subscription prices are constantly changing so i would i would highly recommend uh SuperSense, um for anyone to download and just check it out play with it uh you do get a free trial I, I don't recall how long the trial is maybe like a week or two um but uh this is one app i would just, i would highly recommend um people to use because it's also on both platforms so it it's for everyone uh, for android users iphone users
0: Um, well and i see this instantly paying for itself because um let's say you go into a a a talk or into a theater like if you could have your bluetooth uh earpiece on a headphone or i i the airpods airpods there you go i was like sorry my my headphones aren't that fancy um (laughs) but you could have whatever bluetooth headphones on and when you walk into that auditorium it'll keep you from giving someone a lap dance. Like, because if there's there's <laughs> someone there and cause this has happened to me before, cause there's the person that's being way too polite and they like scooch way back into their seat. And you're like, Oh, I guess the seat's empty. Guess what? The seat's not empty. Um, <laughs> so I was like, if it keeps me from doing that, I was like, that's a plus that's a major plus. And then the other one, which is, I'm very curious. I have not downloaded this app. I'll admit it. Uh, but I will now after, after this talk, because, if, uh, if you have to go into a restroom, uh, what a lot of people do is what they call shorelining is you follow the wall and it depends, uh, if you go one way, it's, you go, you end up in the wall where the sinks are. If you go the other way and you're a guy, you're going to end up at the wall because the urinals are always before the stalls. True.
1: Yeah. True.
0: And you don't want to be, you don't want to walk between an individual and the urinal, uh, at any point. It's just not a good place to be. Uh yeah. so if this could help you um do that, which I'm trying to find out how this would work, Drew. I was like cause you you don't walk into a bathroom with this thing out there, do you? To to, to help you identify where like a sink would be or or do you feel that comfortable? Uh sometimes I do.
1: Yeah, because um I've kind of come up with like my own little theory, like uh if the sink if the sink is to my right the urinal is either going to be to the left of the sink or on the opposite wall.
0: Yeah. And I always go um, for the opposite wall.
1: Yeah. Uh, so it's either or, but if it's like a new place, like I'm not familiar with. And um, if I'm, if I hear that it's not so crowded or packed in there. Yeah. Sure enough. I'll, I'll use super sense. I'll, I'll pull it up and um, you know, it'll tell me the sink uh, s- toilet stall. No, um, this is genius. And it, it's really quick. Uh, it'll identify like stairs. I, you know, um, Stairs, doors. Uh, there, there's there's a whole list in the find feature. It is it's amazing. How. So you
0: could walk down a hall, and if all the all the door plates are at the same height that you would go to in an office where it's got the all the numbers, you know, this is the cashier's office, this is whatever. So if you mm-hmm. figure out where the very first one is, the height of that one. If you keep walking with your phone at that height, it'll eventually tell you this office, this office, uh, and even bathrooms. Correct.
1: It'll identify bathrooms, but. Um, it won't tell you like like office this or office that. It'll tell you like if there's a door, um, but if that door does have like like signage or print, right. you could um, you could use like the quick scan or quick find to uh, to read those. But okay, yeah, it'll identify doors, so it's, it's more of like the objects um, like a door, stairs, um, sink, toilet, car. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's still using. Artificial intelligence is still evolving, um, but eventually, I I I see it getting there, where it's say like you know main office or
0: no. And this this makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. Because the more information you can get, I was like, because you, you know, without being able to see, you lose that part of the information. Um, mm-hmm. But like you said, doors, it tells you doors and you'll be able to feel the nameplate and you click on to the scan portion of it and it'll read you the nameplate. And then other people would say, well, why would you need to know if there's a car? And I'll give you a great example if you put it on the mode to tell you it's a car, because the popularity of electric cars is really increasing and if you you've never been around one they don't make noise when they're going slow you do not hear them which is what yeah. information we use to cross streets and to know that things are safe so if that car's not making any noise you'll need whatever yeah. information you can get to make sure that you don't get hit by a really quiet car
1: exactly yeah no definitely um but uh, I, I like to use, especially during you know the pandemic, I don't want to ask somebody, hey, where's this or where's that? <laughs> I don't want them breathing on me. Uh, so this how this app actually came very, very handy during, during the pandemic, and uh, I like it.
0: Um, That's cool. If
1: you get a chance, download it. Uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, another app that is really cool because you're talking about like orientation and mobility. Yeah, Uh, Microsoft has a really cool app that's just for um, iOS, Apple. It's called Soundscape. Um, Sound is an S-C-A-P-E, Soundscape. And this is more for orientation and mobility. Uh, So let's just say um, you're at work and you want to go to McDonald's and you want to walk there, right? It has a search bar and you could type in, say, McDonald's. And it'll tell you McDonald's is, you know, one mile away. So you okay, let's hit start. Let's let's go to McDonald's. So with your phone, you start pointing in the direction so you could like start panning like from left to right and it'll tell you the direction cuz it'll start beeping faster almost like a metal detector like beep 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 and it uh so the faster it beeps, that's the direction you want to head. Um and then um as you get closer to McDonald's, the beeping gets quicker. Uh, so as you walk away from it the beeping will get softer uh, so it it gives it points you in the right direction and then even tells you traffic like traffic is to your left um you know you're you're coming up on this street so it even tells you the streets you're coming up on um and it even has uh with a beacon mode so let's just say when you're back in college Mike at ut and you wanted to come to this building, the communications building, and you wanted to find that door every time, you can place a beacon right at the door. As long as you're standing by it, you could place a beacon. Say, this is my my landmark. I want to come back to this next time. And I'm going to label it communication front door. Um, so next time you get on campus, you go and you find your beacons, communication front door, point your phone, uh, and it'll, uh, you want to listen to the beeps. And once you find the beep where the direction of the communication building will be. Then you can start walking to that landmark. It'll take you to that door ne- the next time you go to it. So oh, you can actually wow. place beacons. It's really cool.
0: That See, that is cool for a lot of reasons. So, uh, and Like a practical use I'm already thinking about is, so I use Uber a lot, but you don't always get the same Uber driver. You rarely get the same Uber driver. So I've had Uber drivers that... They just figure, well, I'll drop them off close enough to their house. Uh, And by the time you step out and you put your cane on the curb and you realize this isn't my curb and people with visual impairments will will learn how to recognize their curb because it'll either have grass on it or it'll have um, some aggregate or whatever landscaping you have on your curb. So when you put your cane down on the curb and you realize this is not my curb, you could be anywhere. You could be a block away. You could be a house away. You could be on the opposite side of the street. And if you had the ability to say, well, hold on, let me turn the beacon on for my front door. Oh, I'm one house over.
1: Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people do that, especially who like to take walks around the block, exercise. Um, You want to be able to find your house again? Yeah, you can definitely set that beacon um, and it'll bring you right back to your house. Um, The bad thing, though, is uh, Microsoft's not going to be supporting the app after April uh so you got to download it now so if you download before april you'll still be able to use it um but they're going to uh release the open source code meaning they're going to release all the coding that they did for this app so that another company could pick it up and continue to add features or um you know continue to just make it better but as long as you download it before april you'll still be able to use it soundscape
0: <clears throat> yeah okay Nice. Okay, we'll we'll do one more. I was like, I'm intrigued. I'm learning a whole lot, and uh, I've got a a couple apps to download after this episode, Uh, and uh, and then maybe the next couple episodes I'll follow up with you, and I'll I'll let you know how I used uh, some of these and how it's changed things for me. Because you're you're miles ahead of me when it comes to technology. So I'm like, (laughs) I was like, I'm not trying to sound surprised for the podcast podcast purposes, folks. Like I'm genuinely like. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Have you heard of any of these? T- no, soundscape
1: so, or super sense.
0: So the one I've I've used is Be My Eyes, and I'm, oh, okay. it, it seems like that one was like one of the early apps for people with visual impairments. Yeah, uh, and and I I could share. I was like, and I don't have to explain to you. I'm like you're you've got it. But I was like, for someone who's never used Be My Eyes, it's the equivalent to a volunteer uh, based FaceTime. Uh, there's, uh, you open up the app and it says connect to a volunteer and you click on it and it'll tell you front camera or rear camera. Uh, and you select your camera and then it connects with a volunteer and it's people from all over the world, because I've had people from Australia and people, um, just all over the place that pop up and they're like, Hey, how, how can I help you? Always been friendly. And something as simple as, uh, I'm trying to set my thermostat. What's it on? Oh, it's on 70 degrees. Oh, I'm trying to get 74. Oh, boom. Okay, you're there. Or you're looking at your washing machine and you're trying to set the, the it's not labeled. So you just, they'll tell you like, oh, turn to the left, you'll get to this. And um, and they've even helped me wire uh, arcade games where I've got to go through a harness and I got to find the purple wire out of 56 wires. And they go, that's the purple one. Very patient. And so I've used it for quite Quite a bit of different things. Uh, and i it's free. It is uh, on a volunteer basis and it's free. And then after you hang up, uh, it'll ask you, you know, how was your call? Was it good? Was it bad? Why was it good? Why was it bad?
1: Yeah. No, it, it's a great app uh, since it, it's all volunteer-based. Uh, have you tried the, um, the, not just the volunteer, but the specialization option on there? Because you can call like Microsoft, disability. Um, there's like cosmetic uh, like professional cosmetic, like Herbal Essence and other companies. So there's a lot of companies teamed up with them now where you can get actually professional assistance.
0: I've It'll seen the, my
1: eyes for free. You know?
0: I've seen the options for professionals. I'm just not that fancy. I was like, is just. <laughs> <laughs> so, but there are a lot, because there are some that will even assist you with, um with, with s- some technology, right? Like if you're connecting your TV or whatever, they're like, Oh, you know, yeah. and they'll, they'll help you through that.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a lot that was added to it. Um,
0: and, and this one, there there is no monthly fee. There is no download fee. It's absolutely free. Uh, and the volunteers are, they'll tell you like, you know, oh, I've, I've been on this thing for three months. This is the first call that, that connects. So they're excited that they got selected. <laughs> so there's definitely more volunteers than there is users on this program. So don't ever feel like, oh, my God, they're going to get so tired of me odds of you ever having the same volunteer, uh, connect with you are, are rare. It's it's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, and there's just so many apps out there, Mike, that, you know, that I use, um, it's just so many different things that you can use. Um, and I even created an email just for your podcast today. I was like, uh, you're like, wanted to, um, you're like, Hey, I'm going to talk to you today. So, uh, if you want to email me, it's Drew D R E W Tech T E C H two thousand twenty three at gmail dot com. So Drew Tech two thousand twenty three at gmail dot com. Um, doing this for for anyone listening to this podcast. If you have any assistive tech questions, or hey, I'm looking to buy a thermostat. Is this accessible? Just any tech related question. Uh, I'm I'm volunteering my time to help anyone. Mike, you know. Uh we, we're both here to help, you know. Uh we we do what we can. We we definitely want to make a difference and kind of pave that road and um so DrewTech two thousand twenty three at gmail for free assistive technology assistance, um even for teachers. Um I know you had Melinda on here. I've I've had the pleasure of working with Melinda and um I know there's a lot of teachers out there who wanna learn how to use Zoom text, fusion,
0: JAWS. Um so just email me. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm here to help. Um, so we'll go ahead and put a link if you want to, uh, email Andrew, if you have any questions, uh, need any guidance in any direction, uh, that works out great. And you just created that email just for this podcast.
1: Just for this podcast. Yeah. See, True That shows how long I've been in the game. I think
0: I still have my AOL. You can reach me at AOL. <laughs> That's... <laughs> <laughs> AOL number one. I was the very first person on AOL, so you reach me at eight. No, I'm just kidding. But
1: we're making a friend of our other brother. Um, he has his, his sweet Stang '66 because he had a Mustang.
0: And yeah, he I'm had like, a you Mustang. It? Like 30 years ago. <laughs> I think it's time to change the email. Okay, so two two assignments. Uh, if you have any questions, you can click on on uh, the information. Get uh, Drew's email. Number two. If your email has not changed since you were in high school and it has something that has nothing to do with your, your polka dot 82 or any of those. You may consider <laughs> changing that, but uh, I I appreciate the information, Andrew. And I think we're going to, I'd like to have you pick another three uh, different apps. And uh, later on uh, a couple episodes down, I'd love to do uh, another episode and revisit a couple of the other apps that uh, the VI community would get help from.
1: Sure. Yeah. And then just, If anyone's looking to purchase a thermostat, I know that's another big question I get asked. Ecobee, E-C-O-B-E-E, Ring, and Nest, N-E-S-T, all very accessible. Yeah, so looking to buy thermostats for your house, all three of those are very accessible. And the cool thing, too, with the Nest, you can now program. It has short recognition software. uh, So you can actually program faces now, Mike. So if somebody you know... You can think, um, like your wife. Uh, you can put my. am uh, sorry time your wife walks up to the door, and say my wife is approaching the door. <laughs> it's really oh, wow. crazy. But
0: yeah, like I said, I'm over here rubbing sticks together, in your are programming computers. Uh, so yeah, so <laughs> as as uh, as our listeners are are learning, I'm learning through this. So thank you for the info, and uh, and I'm definitely gonna bug you again. We're gonna go through three more apps and uh, and created another episode. And, uh, and I appreciate you creating that email. So you know, if you just want to spam him, uh, if you'd like solar panels, uh, his uh, car warranty just wore out. Or if you're a Nigerian prince, uh, you can go ahead and email him there. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. And
1: if you want to send me some Chico tacos, I'm game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Perfect. All right, Drew.
1: Well, thank you for this opportunity. I appreciate it.
0: This episode of Vision for El Paso was brought to you by Amerigroup and the El Paso Community Foundation. For more information on our sponsors, please visit our show notes.